Welcome to Uphill Conversations, your ride-along partners for your emerging future. Everything in life worth having is uphill. You can't go uphill with downhill habits. It's time for another show. Are you ready to be inspired? Hello and welcome to another episode of Uphill Conversations. I'm your host, Tim, and I'm so glad you can join me today as you are living your life and heading toward your emerging future. Hopefully you are eliminating any downhill habit and you are canceling out all agreements with limiting beliefs. And yes, it is true. You can be more, do more, and have more. So hello there and welcome to episode number 100. Woo! Can't believe it. I'm at episode 100. It is so good. It's a great feeling. This has been like a great anniversary month. Uh, Second year doing it, 100 episodes in. And um, as something that has been a labor of love for me, just doing this, it's something that I'm I'm not paid for. It's something that I have committed myself to do, committed myself to, to give away, to just sow and invest into other people's lives, and um, that's a, a high priority for me is serving others. And so the show has been great, um, great um, participation, feedback, downloads, subscribers. I mean, I'm really. Just very pleased and very um, thankful and grateful to everyone that has worked with me over this time, who has given me their time, their attention, and um, and also great feedback too. So thank you guys, thank you so much. And if you're new to the show, thank you for listening in. So um, I just have had the privilege of just being a ride along partner, and it is it's been great, and I'm very thankful. So if you hear any noise in the background, it's because I decided to treat myself today to be away from the studio and to be outside. And I'm outside, so you may hear some people doing some lawn work and cars going by and different things, but um, just wanted to sit outside, man, especially with the topic I'm going to be covering today. And I'm going to be talking about pretty much something you need to create lift. So I'm going to be talking about that. But before I jump into that, I want to let you know I'm, uh, I have had a very interesting week. I went through some challenging uh, things for myself. I went from uh, going and speaking to a great group of people for the um, CVMSDC, and I was doing some training on leadership, so developing and living out your leadership, and that was great. Did workshops for them. Uh, up in uh, North Carolina, Concord, North Carolina. Um, also, um, I got back. I was able to go do a staff training with one of my uh, clients uh, nearby. So um, I came back, went right to that, did some training there and all staff training um, and talked with them about attitude and developing better attitudes um, in work and in life. And then I got hit with some very tough news. A, a client of mine that I'd been coaching for the last 18 weeks passed away, and that was tough. It was a young guy, great guy, um, but it was a big gut punch. And it's because I, I just care so much about the people that I get to work with, and um, I care about their growth. And this guy was just really doing some amazing things. So that was just a, uh, just a challenge. And I know it's part of life, but man, it hit me hard. And um, so anyways, it's just been, um, it's just one of those things that I've just been working through. And then also this past week, I took, um, we, we took our eldest son to college. So moved him in his freshman year. And um, so, you know, here it is, it's, you know, he's in college, you know, and so we got 
another one right behind him, and then one, then our last one will be many, many years from now. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, lots of different feelings, emotions, and things, and um, it's just been very interesting uh, for me, and it's been an interesting season of life. Um, but I'm also very grateful and thankful for the season that I find myself in. And I'm continuing to learn, I'm continuing to grow, and I'm continuing to get better. Um, also, I want to remind you all that um, I made a relationship with um, Kathy Fothery, the creator of The Gazelle Planner. And I am, this is not a monetized spot. This is something I believe in. I believe you should be living into your day every single day. And the, one of the ways that I do that is um, with a planner. Um, yes, I love my digital stuff. I love having things on my calendars, but there's nothing better than a pen and a piece of paper. So I just encourage you to go check out the Gazelle Planner. You can go to gazelleplanner.com. But if you would like to purchase one, um, I have um, gotten the approval and go ahead with Kathy Fothery, which she was in the episode prior to this one that I interviewed her. And you can go to amazon.com and you can get your planner uh, from um, Kathy. It'll be delivered directly from Amazon to you, drop shipped to you. And when you're at checkout, you pick your color. There's two colors. There's black and there's teal blue. You pick your color. And when you do the shopping cart and you go to checkout in the promotional code area, you just type in all one word, going uphill. That's all you have to do. One word, it's not case sensitive, going uphill. And you will receive a discount at checkout. So it's worth checking out. If you're a person that believes that, that you need to live into your day, you want a better work-life blend, you know, you want to be able to not only be scheduled, but you want to think ahead. You want to, there's a vision board in there. There's monthly maps. It's a six-month planner. It's got your daily pages and they're undated so that you can, if, if you miss one, you can pick right back up again. It's also got like a project listing in the back and a master list for things that you're thinking about that become, you know, or things that, you know, you need to revisit and come back to. And it is a great size. It's only like six by nine or something like that. Um, but it is, it is great. Perfect size. Feels great. It's got ribbons to mark your different pages and stuff. And, uh, I love it. I love my gazelle planner. So I encourage you to go check it out. And as a friend of this show and a listener to this show, you get a discount off of your purchase. So go check it out. So, um, also if you would, please, if you want to be a guest on the show, you can do so very easily by going to uphillconversations.co. You'll see a button there to, uh, fill out a form where you will get back to me. Um, and I will take a look at it and then see how you may fit on the show and, uh, real simple. And if you know someone that you think would make a great guest on the show, fill it out for them and get it over to me. I would love it also if you would connect with me on my social channels. And my main focus right now is on Instagram. So I've not been a big Instagram fan, but I'm starting to dabble with it a little bit more. And I'm working on the way that I would like to use that tool. So if you'd like to follow me, you can follow me personally at Pecoraro Tim. That's at P-E-C-O-R-A-R-O Tim, T-I-M. Or you can follow the show at Uphill Convo. That's real simple. And if you would like to follow what I do with my daily work, which is coaching and leadership development, and I work a lot with organizational health as a competitive advantage. So you can follow that at, it's at Uphill Strategies, all on Instagram. And I hope that you will check it out. 
So today's episode, let me jump into this because um, that was a pretty long intro, but I want to get into something that I think is very important. Um, when I, I just referenced in the beginning that I was at an event um, and I was speaking there, I was the development and leadership training person in workshops. I did two workshops for them. It was hosted by Bank of America and it was the CVMSDC event. And they're an amazing organization. They work a lot with minority owned businesses and um, they bring in um, big suppliers that are buyers, procurement people uh, from BMW to IBM, so forth, so on. So I just felt very honored to be the guy that was there to just talk about leadership. And so in one of my workshops, uh, I think it was my second workshop that I did, I had someone ask me this very pointed question. And because I was talking about leadership and moving, learning to move the middle and moving people that are in the middle of the organization, learning to develop those people that are around you, how to um, really grow as a leader, understanding leadership for yourself, but then how to take that leadership and make sure that you're doing what I believe is a very high important part of true leadership is people development. And so a question came to me from um, one of the um, attendees that, that they asked, that it was just very simple, it says, what do you do when you feel like things are always working against you? And that's a strong question because we can all feel like that. We all can feel as if things are going against us, whether it's in our work, whether it's in our relationship, whether just in general, just it seems like sometimes life is constantly working against us. Um, that's why Ryan Holiday, Holiday wrote a great book, um, The Obstacle is the Way. I recommend anyone read that book because you don't want to just run from those things. You want to be able to take the obstacle and look at it and say, hey, what can I do with this situation? What can I do to move forward? What can I do to progress? What can I do to develop? What can I do to improve? This is a very important question, right? So here was my answer. It was very simple. I said, what are you doing to create lift? So I answered the question with a question. So when things are working against you, the first thing that comes to my mind is creating lift. And so it was, you know, one of my core principles that I like to tell people is that when I do training and I do workshops, it's, I'm not a big trendy guy. I don't want to chase after trends. I don't want to tra chase after the latest, greatest, newest thing that's been written and follow that for a season and then shift to something else. I mean, I think I feel like it's all important. But I, I kind of view leadership and what I do with teams and personal growth as, you know, say you wanted to be a doctor, right? And you, you knew that you wanted to be, I don't know, a podiatrist or something or, or an orthopedist, right? But when you go to medical school, they're going to bring you into a room one day and there's going to be a cadaver there and you're going to learn the whole body though. So you can get into your specialty area, but you're going to learn the whole body. You have to know how things work, how they function. There are always rudiments. It's very important for us to understand that there are still basic rules and principles, kind of like gravity, right? If three people were up on top of a building, and I'm not making light of this situation, right? So we'll pretend there's water underneath them, okay? But if three people are up on top of this building, it's 25 stories up in the air, and they all jump, doesn't matter what color they are, gender, um, their background, it, none of that stuff matters. They're all going to be hit by the same thing. And that is the law of gravity. It's a law. It's there. Well, it's like what we deal with every day when it comes to business. It comes to our relationships and our life. There are things that are there that we feel are constantly working against us. Against us. So take, take the 
the process of flying, right? Most people think that the airplane is fighting gravity. That's why there's a lot of, when you look and see a massive C-130 aircraft flying through the air, we think to ourselves like, why is that thing even up in the air? How is that even possible? With gravity, we know gravity is a great thing. Gravity holds us to the earth. Without it, we'd float away. We, we wouldn't be able to stay on this earth. But we know that the gravity keeps us grounded. It's where we're supposed to be. Gravity only allows us to jump as high as we can, as much as our muscles and, and what we can do with our, with our motion and, our, and how we are with our flow, you know what I mean? And how we do our an alignment, ultimately to be able to jump. Some people can jump really high and really far and some others can't, but there's still gravity there. So we have to learn what is there in place that seems to be working against us in order for us to figure out how to work, not against it, but to work with it to accomplish what it is that we would like to do. So let's go back to this air, air, this air travel and flight. You know, we have the privilege of jumping on a plane in Atlanta, Georgia, and flying to Australia. And we can do that. We can go to Indonesia. We can go to Europe. We can go. I mean, we have, we have flight and it's been developed. Someone had to figure out how not to fight gravity, but how to work with it. And I'm going to name four things that are key and they're, I'm going to apply these. I promise. So I'm not please. And if I'm, if I'm saying something wrong and anyone that listens, that's some sort of aerospace or you, you know, you're great at all this stuff. Hey, listen, uh, send me an email or whatever. I'm just using this for a just to give some understanding with something that we all see and understand in a way that we do it. We get on an airplane, we fly somewhere, but there are things that have to happen in order to not fight it, but work with it to get there. Right? So this is just my picture, my word picture, my illustration to help. But in this, there's always something opposing. It's an opposite, right? So when an airplane's in the air and it's going up, that's lift. But also there's weight pulling it down and gravity is at work. But then you need thrust, but with thrust, you create drag. And it sounds just like our lives, right? We feel this weight, so we want lift. So we try to create motion. We want to move forward. We try to put our energy into it and our life into it and all this effort and energy for our thrust, but we still feel drag. So we have to figure out what is necessary in order for us to do this. And I think the biggest thing first for us to do is understand lift. So yes, in life, you're gonna feel weight and you need to create lift. And as you create motion, you're going to feel drag. You're gonna feel something that seems to always be pulling at you. So we just have to get better at navigating. We have to get better at sitting with people, whether it's in a, you're, in, you're a leader of a business or an organization, or perhaps it's just your family. Maybe it's relationships, some kind of community effort you're trying to do. And it, we need to get better at creating lift and what's it going to take. Now, in one sentence, I found this great definition, you know, and it's wings, right? So, and obviously to create lift, we need wings. So our life, we should, we, we need to work on our wings because that's how we're going to get our lift. So in one sentence though, wings make lift. Are you ready? by changing the direction and pressure of the air that crashes into them as that engine propels them forward or moves them through the sky. Isn't that interesting? 
that that's what we need to be developing. We need to understand that these wings that we have as a part of our life, what are we developing? What are the principles that we need to establish? What are the rules that we need to understand about ourselves? What are the boundaries and limits that we set on ourselves and not on others? Boundaries are not about and limits setting them on other people. It's about you doing it for yourself. These are all the wings principles that you need to adapt and understand for yourself, knowing yourself and knowing what is necessary for you in order to begin the process of creating lift. So as you look at this, you are now engaging into your ability here to actually create lift. You're, you're looking at your wings as potential and you have to continue to unlock this potential. You have to continue to invest in this potential. You have to understand as even I gave you in a sentence that they create lift by changing the direction and pressure. Oh my gosh. So when you feel resistance and you're working with people and there's resistance, you have to be able to get your wings out there to work on changing the direction and pressure of what's going on. Didn't say eliminate it. It didn't say get rid of the, the, the pressure. It didn't say to um, just run headstrong into the pressure. It's changing the direction, the direction and pressure of the air. And so it, it's the same as the situation. What are you doing to have better conversations? What are you doing to get better understanding? What are you doing to like learn more about not only the situation, but the person in the situation and as it relates to you and how you are involved with them. What are you doing when you think of wings? I want you to think about, once again, I already said this, but your principles, what are your principles? What's in alignment with you? What do you believe? What are your priorities, right? What are you supposed to be accomplishing? You know, why are you doing, what is your why inside of yourself? And then ultimately, what do, is it that you hope to accomplish? But how do you now do it in the context of understanding you can't control everything around you? My encouragement is very simple. And my word and advice is very simple. You need to work on changing the direction and pressure of this air that is crashing on you as you are trying to move forward. So what are some simple techniques? What are some simple ways that you can do this? Well, I think, as I said already, sit down and first get in alignment with yourself. Know more about what it is that's going on inside of you. What is it that's frustrating you? What is it that maybe you, you're calling it uh, uh, resistance, but is it really resistance? Could it be you, your point of view needs to be changed? What does your point of view look like? Is there another way possible to get something accomplished? Are you open to it? Is it just your way or the highway? Do you have to be right? Do you choose to be right or do you choose to be in relationship? Does there always have to be a winner? Especially when you're working with folks that you want to see things advance and you want to grow. Now, ultimately, I do know that decisions need to be made. But I'm going to tell you right now, I would rather make a hard decision with people that respect what I'm doing, especially if I'm a leader, because I've involved them. I've heard all their points of view and I, I have a healthy connection and relationship with them. And they know that I'm not letting their their 
ideas or whatever, it's not going to be the thing that's just creating drag. But it's also the thing that I'm not going to let just be weight because my goal is to create lift. So I want to involve people. But I got to first, before I can involve people, is really know the way that I'm going into something. Your attitude is going to have a lot to do with this. You know, there's, there's this thing about attitude, and I'm just going to throw this in here because the way a lot of your own resistance is self-imposed or self-inflicted resistance because we feel like we know best. Or we may run across someone that may be a little gung-ho and a little bit zealous about something and they just seem very energetic. And what we kind of want to do is remind them that we know more or we know better. You might say, well, that's not me. Trust me, we've all done this. And and it may not be in a vocal way. It could be done in a non-verbal way. It can be something where you just shut down, you disengage from the conversation, you kind of stop, you know, even, you know, engaging with that individual. There's so many things that we tend to do when we're creating resistance or we try to avoid this pressure and the direction of this pressure of air or this thing that's coming toward us. So we just try to avoid it. So, but it's attitude. Let me tell you, this is a really neat thing um, that I read um, in a book recently. And there were three things about attitude. And your attitude can affect the way you even get a project going or something going. Maybe you're trying to do something with your family, with some friends, with the community. Well, I mean, I don't know what you're trying to do, but your attitude really is going to affect the way you even get it started, the way you go into it and what it ultimately produces. So here are three quick things about attitude. Number one, attitude is the librarian of your past. Now that's a deep thought. Your attitude is the librarian of your past. It knows everything about your past and it knows all about your attitude and what you've done and how you've acted, how you've behaved, how you've responded. I mean, it knows it all. It's the librarian. The second thing is the your attitude is the voice of your present day. You're right now. It is your voice. It is what you speak with. Your attitude speaks. But here's the third one that is really important because attitude to me is everything. Your attitude is the prophet, the P-R-O-P-H-E-T of your future. Based on the way your attitude is today, the way you are, the way you're thinking, the way you are dealing with other people, the way you are either just trying to fight against what you call the resistance, the weight or the drag with your thrust trying to create lift, that attitude is going to indicate for you and speak prophetically that if you keep doing this, you're, you're going to end up not where you ultimately want to be. So I want you to be very mindful that attitude will impact your lift. So the first one is imagine them being your wings. You know, that's what you've got your attitude. If you would think about attitude as almost like if it was an airplane, it's like, it's, it's the, it's the hull, it's the, it's the body of this aircraft of your life. And attitude is in there working with your belief and all these other things. So your wings are like your priorities, your, your principles. It's, it's the alignment of your why and your what you're trying to accomplish, but it's all right there. It's all right there baked in within you, your attitude which is the librarian of your past. Your attitude is your current day speaker or announcer. It's the one that is going to make your proclamations. But then ultimately there's that third part of your attitude, which is your prophet. It is, it is going to be 
the, uh, the, the visionary for the future. But it's, so it's important for you to know how you're doing things and how you're going into something. But then ultimately, where I want to get you to is this last part of creating lift. It's momentum. Momentum is not easy to create. And it doesn't come looking for you. And momentum, just because you have it, doesn't mean you're going in the right direction. Momentum needs to be, has, it, has to have a steering wheel or some mechanism in order to navigate it. And you are the one that has to navigate momentum. You have to create it. And once you have it, it's not going to just take a break when you take a break. You have to learn to create momentum. So in order to get lift, you need momentum. And you need to get your momentum directed in the, in, in the right direction. And that means sometimes you're going to have to have some very difficult conversations with people. And it's not about you getting them to understand your point of view, but it's you understanding theirs. And then coming somehow uh, to a place where the two of you or three or five or whatever it is that you have to learn to come together and form the agreement. Now, I what I mean by the agreement is you may not think it's the best idea, but I'm of the belief that I would rather work with someone that I have a great relationship with, that I may not think their idea is that great, but I'm going to lend my faith, my belief, my attitude, all of that into that idea. Because once again, I'm not trying to be right and I don't want the opportunity just to say to somebody, I told you so when it doesn't work. I want to lend my efforts to that. Now, if it's not unethical, illegal, or immoral, I'm fine. I just need to go ahead and say, instead of me sitting here to say, or sitting there and waiting to say, well, let's agree to disagree. No, what I'm going to say is, you know what? I don't think that's the best way. However, I'm going to contribute and I'm going to treat it as if it's the best way. And I'm going to lend all of me into this thing that we're doing. That is my goal. That's what I always try to do. But if you would sit down and have these types of conversations and let people invite them into your thinking, invite them into, you know, your reasons behind, you know, what it is that you're doing, allow yourself to engage that way. Let people see themselves in the picture in order to create this lift. Then you're going to see that the, the negative momentum that you feel like you've had, you begin to redirect it, almost like the, these wings. Remember, the wings are going to be there. You've got your thrust, and you, you, begin, to, you get, begin to get this movement. And then ultimately, the weight that you thought you were just constantly being plagued with no longer seems to be relevant because now what you have is you start to create lift. And there's still going to be the drag. It's still there. But you are getting flight. You're getting momentum. Things are starting to work for you. So I don't know how your world is working. I don't know what challenges that you have. But stop viewing everything as resistance, as things that are against you. Begin to change your own point of view. Once again, start with sitting and looking inside yourself, looking at, quote unquote, those wings that you're going to need to fly, these priorities, these, these principles that you are supposed to be aligned with, this purpose that's inside of you. And then what are you trying to accomplish? Ask yourself what questions at that moment and move away from why questions. Why is this not working? Move into what can I do differently? Because that's going to help you shift, right? The wings make lift by changing the direction 
and pressure of the air that is crashing on it. You're going to shift the direction and the pressure because you're allowing yourself now to have the freedom to think differently about the situation. Now, there's a lot of neuroscience that goes into this, um, and I'm not going to make it all about that. I just want this to be something that I can give you, just an illustration, some sort of way for you to look at it. How are you creating lift? What are you doing to create lift? Stop looking. Suspend your need to call it just resistance and people going against you. Instead of doing that, what you ought to do is look at the quote-unquote resistance or the weight and the drag and say, let me focus on my thrust moving forward so that I can create lift. That is the most important thing. All of our lives need lift. Leaders need to lift so that their teams can fly higher. People on teams need to lift their peers next to them so that people can go higher. Families need to learn to lift with their children and with their, with their significant other or their spouse so that they can go higher. Our communities need this type of lift. I just want to inspire you. The question is the right question asking, why does it always or things seem to always be working against me? That's a great question. But the better question is, what am I going to do to create lift? So as you go about your day and your life, think about that. Is this a lift situation? I need to create lift. We're not talking about having perpetual perfect, even airplanes have to land to refuel, right? We're just talking about creating lift. You need to understand, is this a lift moment now? Am I in a lift moment? Am I in a place where I need to be thinking about what am I going to do to create lift? What's it gonna take? What do I need to do? What do I need to focus on? That's what you're looking at. That's what you need to be thinking about. And I hope you will. And I hope that you will see yourself soar to new heights. And then what's interesting is when you do that and you have the right attitude, you can take other people with you. Don't be the lid on somebody else's life. Create lift. Don't be the weight or the drag. Create thrust and lift. And don't work against those things. Work with them. This has been another episode of Uphill Conversations. Always remember that you can be more, do more, and have more. Your reason for being, doing, and having are for you to figure out and no one else. Your current condition does not match your emerging future, nor will it ever. Anything worth having is uphill, but you cannot go uphill with downhill habits. But most importantly, you will see me on the hill. You've been listening to Uphill Conversations. If you'd like to hear more, subscribe to the show at uphillconversations.co. See you on the hill.